thank you so much. It was uh, uh, it's a pleasure to have you back uh, this morning. We had our Christmas party on Saturday, and it was anyway. Um, our over <laughs> <laughs> wow overcomer. No, I we, we added it at a golf play. We'll talk about it in a second. Yeah, we should. Overcomer, the number one inspirational movie in America, is now available for digital download today. It's available in Blu-ray and DVD, December seventeenth. It's from the Kendrick Brothers. Uh, one of the, you know, some of the most beloved storytellers in the faith, state, uh, faith space, I think of our time, they did Courageous, The War Room, both huge hits. Overcomer tells the story of Coach John Harrison when his high school basketball team's state championship dreams are, are crushed. Uh, you're going you're gonna to really love it. Uh, we uh, talked about it when it came out. Really good movie. Overcomermovie.com. Overcomermovie.com. Download today or pre-order your copy on Blu-ray or DVD. Overcomermovie.com. Well, hello, America, and welcome to Monday. We're glad you're here. A lot to go over. We begin with James Colby when we come back in one minute. Is the Glenn Beck program. All right, 60 seconds and right into the show. There's a new survey out 2020 New Year's resolutions. Top two results. You ready? What do you think there? Quick. Uh, get less fat. Nope. That's, that's, that's one of mine. Nope. Lose weight, eat less. Nope. No. Top two. Hmm. Reducing debt and spending less. Hmm. Now, a lot of ways you can accomplish uh, both getting out of debt and spending less money. One big way, and I recommend this if you're fiscally responsible, is to refinance your home mortgage. Don't reset the date. Just refinance it. If that's the case for you, call American Financing. In 10 minutes, their team of salary-based mortgage consultants will discuss mortgage refi options that can get you out of high-interest debt faster and add more money to your budget. You could literally be saving hundreds of dollars a month or more, and that will take you 10 minutes to find out. 10 minutes. Same thing for initial loans and mortgages. American financing doesn't apply pressure. No upfront fees. They're not working for the bank. They're working for you. So take the short 10 minutes. Give them a call. You'll thank me later. I'm waiting. I mean, now is later. All right. American financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, uh-huh. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Oh, we have some unbelievable Greta Thunberg stuff today. She is going to be a monster. Or... And I hate to say this, I, 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 I say this with respect, I really do. Um, <laughs> it's a great setup after he just called her a monster. <laughs> well, no, I no, not respect for her, respect oh, for okay. the for, for the condition. Yeah. I think she she could be she could be suicidal in her in her <laughs> short life. You know, we we had the article uh, that was I thought really interesting about just her search for meaning. Yeah. And she says herself that she was really depressed, and this is what's helped find her meaning. And that's how you can kind of understand some of the decisions, potentially, yeah. that the parents have made. And that, like, if you see a person who's, like, 
deep depression. She's, you know, she admits she was completely lost in her life and found no meaning in her life. And now their daughter is out there doing something that she feels is important. And as, as much as you look at it from the outsider perspective and, and can't understand how you'd thrust someone like this into the public spotlight, uh, on the other hand, like I, I, you could probably see she's probably a lot more, you know, she, she's probably more herself as they would see it around the house and everything else. So it's a tough, it's a tough one, man, to, to navigate. Boy, this I, I, is a, this, this is, is bad. She's she's taking someone like that and putting them in this position is a recipe for disaster. Disaster, right? disaster. Personally, and I, I hope that doesn't, yeah. you know, God forbid. I hope that something bad doesn't happen. But she's like, she really is uh, become the the face of this movement, and now she's going to put herself in a position where everything that she does is 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 critiqued and and um you know put under a microscope and but, but, but not- it's but it's also she is she's she's turning into a monster she really is and her parents are to blame but we'll get into that mm-hmm. a little while um let me uh let me just first let's talk about james comey james comey has come out now and say do we have the video of james comey here i was wrong about fiza hmm. here's 17 significant errors in the FISA process, and you say that it was handled in a thoughtful and appropriate way. Yeah, he's right. I was wrong. I was overconfident in the procedures that the FBI and Justice had built over 20 years. Mm. I thought they were robust enough. It's incredibly hard to get a FISA. I was overconfident in those because he's right. There was real sloppiness. 17 things that either should have been in the applications or at least discussed and characterized differently. It, it was not acceptable. And so he's right. It's a, a pretty pretty amazing moment there because we heard how many times from James Comey that this was a perfectly buttoned up process. So we have the audio. Do we still have confidence. the audio from last week where he was saying uh, that it was it completely vindicated him? Yeah, completely vindicated him. There was no problems at all. Yeah, we may have two clips of just, uh, you know, talking uh, back shop here. We may have two clips of the Comey thing. There's one that's two and a half minutes on our sheet. If we have that one, could we could we roll that out? Because it has the vindication uh, angle in that. Is that possible or no? Do we have any idea on that one? Is anybody talking okay. to us? Um, all right. We'll roll so it flat. One. Here, while, mm-hmm. we're, while we're waiting for that clip, let's go to, uh, here's Trey Gowdy talking about the Comey apology. I think this morning Comey admitted he was wrong. Sometimes, Maria, Maria, uh, it's better late than never, and sometimes it's just too damn late. And in this case, uh, Comey is about two years too late. We could have used his objectivity. We could have used him as a head of the FBI helping Republicans figure out what was happening with FISA instead of thwarting us uh, and obstructing us. So um, he said it was a policy and procedure issue. It's not, Maria. They've always been policies against manufacturing evidence and withholding exculpatory evidence. That's not new. Those aren't new policies. This is a <laughs> personnel issue. It's the wrong people in the wrong positions of power. That's not going to be fixed with a new policy or procedure. It's going to be fixed by replacing the people who did what they did in 2016. It's a good point made by Trey Gowdy with fascinating hair. Like I, I, I couldn't concentrate. I, I don't was know watching, what he was saying. In parts I could, of it. Could you play that again, just without the audio? If you happen to be watching Blaze TV, I was think I couldn't. I didn't even see the hair. I couldn't even listen to him because oh, all did I see was the hair. Yeah. Uh, no, I, no, I, I was concentrating on his nose. It's disappearing. It's like just a straight line down his. Isn't it's he, like, is it Beaker? He looks a little like Beaker with the little hair on the top and the straight nose. I hadn't seen that before, but (laughs) yeah, it does. Just think of him. 
Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can see speaker. a little bit. I mean, speaker, look. and I like Trey. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I say this with all respect. <laughs> well, you you say this as a man who's made a Kentucky Fried Colonel Chicken uh, T-shirt of his own face on the side of a chicken bucket. Yeah, so I mean, I, mean, we, I we, can laugh at myself. Absolutely, I can laugh at myself. I'm sure he can too. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> wow. I think we do have the longer clip here of uh, James Comey. Yeah. If we could hear that. I have total confidence that the FISA process was followed and that the entire case was handled in a thoughtful, responsible way by DOJ and the FBI. I think the notion that FISA was abused here is nonsense. 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 Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. That's bizarre. <sighs> yeah, I, I, It's interesting to hear Comey come out and say that and, and, you know, I guess you give him some credit for admitting it in... Uh, a little late, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you say, okay, here he is. He's at least saying it. But it's impossible to, de- to deny at this point. And this is also the same guy, as you point out, who, when this came out, said it was complete vindication, um, which they, uh, Chris Wallace asked him about and said, hey, uh, you know, you said this was complete vindication uh, for your position. Here's what the IG said about that. And they play the clip of the IG saying, no, it was definitely not complete vindication. Uh, there's massive problems here. And it's true. I mean, it's obvious, right? We're all we all saw the report. We all can see and hear and read. Uh, so th- it was a weird PR attempt to come out and say you were vindicated, and then ten seconds later come out and say, "Well, you're right." Now Comey's line on the vindication was to say, "Well, we were vindicated from the very worst accusations," right? So to say, instead of saying like, "Well," What we were very worst accusations? Like, you were vindicated. Carter Page? That was... He says, you know, and he's playing the line that the media was playing, which is there was no political bias. That was what the report said. It said there was no political bias. Now, it didn't say that. It said there was no evidence. There was no documentary evidence of political bias. Right. However... The, it's the, how do you make 17 else, right. errors and they're all going one way and they're not errors. They're changing documents, falsifying documents. Yeah, the only two explanations for this are political bias. They were doing they were breaking their own rules to target Trump. Right. That's right. one. And number two is they break their own rules all the time to get these uh, FISA warrants. And, and it's all tilted towards essentially conviction if you will right which is that's even worse that's worse i mean so which one is it is it that you always fix these things so that you can get the (laughs) fisa warrant or were you targeting trump for political reasons one of the two because the entire system is a disaster if they do this to everybody so in a way you kind of wish they were just doing it because they didn't like trump you know because at least then you don't have to completely scrap the entire system but honestly until we know the answer to that you pretty much have to scrap the entire system. If this is the way they're handling this, it's it's what every libertarian warned us about this entire time going back to the Bush right. administration. They were and absolutely apparently they right. were completely right. Completely right. Completely right. Completely vindicated. The, the libertarians were. Yes. Mm. Yes. Correct. Yes. Um, you know, I, I was looking at the Boris uh, Johnson win and then looking at this impeachment and looking how the... The left here in America has been dealing with things and how they're trying to silence people. And I think there's a few lessons that really need to be learned. And I think the first thing is the silent majority is who the Democrats should be talking to and trying to relate to because it's the silent majority, not the loud minority that actually goes out and votes. 
Right now, our society is built on silencing and making you feel alone, and you're in the majority. It's the same message I gave you during the 912 Project. You're not alone. You're not alone. There are millions of Americans who feel just like you do, and they're not all Republicans. Some are independent, some are Democrats, but they don't like the craziness that is happening right now. Social media. Social media is not the voice of the majority. Bots don't vote. Algorithms don't vote. People do. Algorithms make people discouraged. Algorithms make people feel alone. Algorithms make people stay home. So it's the majority voice, the silent majority voice, that we need to pay attention to. If you're going to win an election, that's who you pay attention to. Not social media. And certainly not the press. The third thing that I think everybody needs to learn is the mainstream media is no longer mainstream. It's not. And I don't mean it that they're, well, they're so far left. I mean, they're not really appealing to the mainstream anymore. They're not appealing to the silent majority. They're not appealing to people in the center of the country. And it has been replaced. But the mainstream media is, has not been replaced by one entity the mainstream media has been replaced by hundreds, hundreds of entities. So we've lost some of our cohesion. We've lost some of our unity. But I believe because we, we no longer believe the mainstream media, we're better off for it. But you should know, mainstream media, it was your bias, your lies, your incompetence, your arrogance that drove your audience away. They didn't find something necessarily they like better. They just couldn't take you anymore. And you have sullied yourself so badly that it's over. Because you can't silence thought. You can't tell people over and over, the sky is green when we all know the sky is blue. We're not Sherlock Holmes. We do rely on investigations and investigative reporters, but we don't trust you anymore. The American people are smarter than you've given them credit for. And if the media doesn't learn that, the media is done. Done. I mean, close up the shop, sell the lights, sell the cameras, nobody's buying, nobody's watching, close up shop. The same thing can be said, thank God, for the progressive era and the, the socialist, democratic socialist era. They are selling a load of goods that the world, quite honestly, doesn't want, except third world countries. And then once they get it, they don't want it either. The world's about to change, and it just might be for the better because of the arrogance of the left. Hey, there's a huge holiday gift uh, savings going on with Simply Safe. Biggest sale of the year. Let me tell you about it for one minute, then right back into the show. If you're looking to fully protect your home with award-winning 24-7 home security, now is the time to do it. Burglaries are on the rise during the holiday season. Families travel, leaving the empty house. Expensive gifts behind. You know, when I first moved into my neighborhood, there was a, a neighbor 
uh, a famous neighbor who had um, had a big safe in their bedroom that was, you know, off off the master bathroom. And it was actually bolted to the floor. And I'll never forget this 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 ring of thieves actually posed as the alarm company. And after the family had left, they had like, I don't know, a maid or something. And that person let this alarm company in. It was bogus. They painted the van and everything to look just like the alarm company. They came in, they disabled the cameras and the alarms and then told that person, it's all good. Then during the Christmas holiday for three days, three days, it took them to like take this thing out uh, and rob the house and they stripped it of it. It was like the Grinch. Thieves get very, very emboldened around this time of year. You need to protect your family and Simply Safe can do that. Smart Lock Video Doorbell Pro to defend your front door. Whole army of sensors and cameras guard every window, door, and room in your house. And if there is a break in, they can give you real time video confirmation to police as it happens. So the police come three and a half times faster. Simply Safe. Simply Safe has a holiday offer with you in mind, but it ends December 31st. It's rare that they do something like this, so now is your chance. SimplySafeBeck.com. Just go there now, find out how much you're going to save. And remember, the sale ends December 31st. Go there now. SimplySafeBeck.com. 10 second break for station ID. <laughs> Uh, so did you hear that uh, Donald Trump is taking on uh, Fox News? Uh, he tweeted against Fox News. Hard to believe that Fox News will be interviewing sleazebag and total discredit former FBI James Comey, also corrupt <laughs> uh, politician Adam Shifty Schiff. I mean, but they got a good moment out of the out of the Fox News. Yeah, they did. Thing they with, did with Comey. Says Fox is trying so hard to be politically correct and yet totally shut out from the failed deba- uh, Dem debates. Both Comcast, MSNBC, and fake news CNN are watching their ratings tank. F- Fredo is uh, on CNN, and he's Fredo, yeah. uh, Fredo is dying on CNN. <laughs> Don't know why Fox wants to be uh, like them. That's pretty standard Fox behavior, though, to bring on uh, you know opposing interviews, right? I mean, that's that's been something they've done for a long time. Here's my prediction. May I make a yes, prediction? Sure. Here's my prediction. Uh, Donald Trump will leave office in 2024 most likely, uh, and uh, he will purchase OAN, and he will start the Trump uh, cable news network or the Trump television network, okay, the yeah. Trump mm. news network, uh, you know, TNN, uh, and he's throwing Fox News under the bus because sometimes they deserve to be thrown under the bus, but don't we all, uh, but he is setting up to be the competitor uh and write it down trump will merge or purchase oan and uh become the trump news network Hmm, that's interesting i mean it's certainly a a possibility you can't he's not just gonna go away right he's not gonna be like i gotta just play just play golf at mar-a-lago no no, that's not something that's gonna happen on this point though glenn you, you mentioned how media is being taken over by hundreds and hundreds of different voices and how people find their news in other ways Mm -hmm. and how they trust other things and one of the things we've talked about a lot is the control of of big tech over 
so many of these voices. Uh-huh. You know, we've seen it with Stephen Crowder. Uh-huh. We've seen it with you. We've seen it with so many, you know, Prager University, Prager University. all of this. And I, like, I feel like we talk about this stuff. Sometimes we can get into our own little bubble here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talk about how big of a problem this is and how it kind of seems like everybody should know it by now. I was fascinated by this stat. This is a brand study of uh, brand favorability in the United States. Okay. So giving you like the top five or six here. Campbell's Soup, 72.9% favorability. Sony, 75% favorability. Kellogg, 759 UPS, 76%. Amazon, 76%. Very favorable. Number two on the list is Hershey's. This is in the United States of America. Hershey's, 78.6%. 78% Hershey's. Is that the highest? Second right. highest. Second highest. Only one company beats Hershey's do in not every say other company. Me. Do not say. Number one, highest brand favorability in the United States, Google. Oh, my gosh. 78.7%. What is wrong with you? And by the way, I left out one other one, which was just ahead of Campbell's and below Sony. YouTube, 73.8%. These are brands that people adore. And you wonder why at times, why don't they understand these moves that look so bad? Well, they're not paying any, any price. price for it. They're not paying and, any and price. And it's true. Like, we all know that when you want to search for something, you go to Google because it works better than pretty much everybody else. Yeah, but you know why it works better? <laughs> because they have because all your information. Because they have all of your information. <laughs> yes. They know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's going to get very, very good. They will be able to predict you better than you can predict you. They will have no non-emotional algorithms on you. They already have it. And they will be able to predict you. There, there is, um, I did a podcast, uh, who was it, with uh, Brown. Um, and Dr. It, Emmett Brown? No. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a futurist. And he said, uh, you know, I said, you're going to get to this place. How is anybody ever going to give up Google when Google Assistant will say to you, you know, you get up one morning, hey, Stu, I know you've been having a rough time. You and your wife should take a vacation to Hawaii. And I've already arranged it. It's at your favorite hotel. Uh, I got you on this flight. I can cancel it, but I know you're concerned about financing. So I've rearranged, and you can actually afford it. Would you like to go? <laughs> how are you going to say yeah. How are you going to say no? Jeff Brown says to me, that application is in the next iPhone. The next generation iPhone will have that kind of service. Who's going to say no? Who's going to say no? I also point out that Dr. Emmett Brown was also a futurist. I don't know why no, you disagree with me on that point. All right, I want to talk to you uh, a little bit about Rectech grills. Take out your phone, and when I say go, I want you to remotely start your grill from wherever you're at. You ready? Go. Yeah. I can turn on my Rectech grill from my phone. If you have a Rectech grill, you can turn it on from your phone. The app looks really cool. It is. It's an yeah. unbelievable. This is. Have you seen the grill? I haven't seen it. I've just seen it. I've been on the oh, website. It's unbelievable. Since you've been it's talking really about it. Really yeah. unbelievable. So this is for the person who is a foodie, somebody who likes good quality. Um, yeah, I wouldn't grill. I don't know what you would call it. All the perfect temperature. Because like, it monitors the temperature. Yeah. You can watch it on the app. And yeah. the high-tech part of it just makes it so you will never screw your food up. 
This holiday season, why not give the gift that is sure to bring you, your family, and your friends closer together? Get the gift and give the gift of Rec Tech. Rec Tech Grills, R E C T E C Grills with an S.com. Best bang for your buck. Do your own homework, but make sure you check out RecTechGrills.com. If you want a present for someone else or you know, more appropriately yourself, Hershey's. Uh, well, Hershey's, yes, but also subscribe to BlazeTV.com. Use the code GB20OFF. Get 20 bucks off. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that you can hear daily wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the uh, program, Pat. Thank you. Uh, I want to talk about the election, but you know, so we had a little holiday music. How much did you pay for your Christmas tree? Do you have a fake one or a real one? I have a fake one. You have a fake one. Mm-hmm. Stu, fake one. Fake and proud. Fake and proud. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Why do you? Are you? You have a real one? Uh, no, I have a fake one, uh, but. I want to start buying new ones, and so I bought uh, I bought one. We went out and got one um, at a tree farm up in Idaho, and it was, I think, $35, and it was seven feet, I think. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. it's amazing, uh, you know, out west. Do you know how much a tree costs in New York City? <laughs> a lot? A lot. Mm. What would you think... What would you think, Stu? For twenty, this is a twenty foot. This is a Fraser fir. Twenty foot is a huge. That's a huge tree. tree. I it's mean, a huge tree. So it's got to be it's nuts. Gigantic. It's got to be nuts. Probably. I mean, you know, in New York City, I mean, you probably pay five hundred dollars for that in a normal place. So it's double that. Eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I mean, that's mm. a, that's a gigantic Pat, got a, tree. Got a clue. Got a got a got a got a guess. Well, I, I don't have a guess because I you know the story. I know the story, okay. so it wouldn't be fair. Sixty-five hundred dollars, <laughs> six thousand nuts, five hundred dollars for a live tree. For a live tree, is there a place in New York City that Jeffrey Epstein doesn't own where a tree that like that even fits? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like they're a ballroom mm-hmm. of a you know like a, a lobby of a hotel, right? I mean, so they are three hundred and twenty-five dollars per foot. In New York City. That's crazy. That's that is crazy. nuts. That's some tree expected, disease in the East or and something? And you're expected to put presents underneath it? There's your present. It's a tree. <laughs> there it is. Merry Christmas, kids. Yeah. Didn't even have the money yeah. to put the lights on it. I, years ago, bought a 12-foot tree uh, that you can, I, you can reuse over and over and over and over every year indefinitely. I like the ones For you do much notice, less than that. Do you notice that we're, the sets being decorated um, behind this set? There's another set, uh, and um, it's being built for Stephen Crowder's Christmas party, which is on Wednesday or Thursday, I think he's doing it live, uh, and he's got a bunch of people in. Have you seen how many trees are on the set? Many. And they're all fake, yeah, they're and they're all on wheels. And we just, when we're done, we just wheel them back into the tree area in the prop department. I love that. I love that, too. I mean, let's be honest about it. Fake, great is, once. fake is much better. It, said, it is. said the stripper. Uh, but it's true <laughs> in this case. I think with trees, because I fought mm-hmm. it for a long time. I love this experience of, like, the real tree. Oh, yeah. I really... The last I one I bought... married to him, but I... 
not anymore. Not anymore. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, the same way. The last one I had, I we didn't take down fast enough. Mm-hmm. And so it got mm-hmm. so rigid and stiff, we could not get it out the door. I had to individually cut off every branch inside <laughs> the house. That's the last to get straw for everybody. Yeah, exactly. The mess that it It leaves. was a disaster. Yeah. What was the latest you've ever had a tree up? I mean, even in, you know, college days, you know, when you were young. Longest Oof. you ever had a tree up. I mean, if it was if it was up to me, I just and, and I will say, even to this day, what we do with the tree is take it down and then put it up in full form in the garage, so we don't have to put it away. So it stays in our garage all year long, up and not quite decorated, but has a mm. lot, you know, some of the stuff on it already. Um, so I, I think that's the efficient way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, packing it away mm-hmm. like they have a bag for it. Oh, so you have to sit there with each individual branch and fluff out the branches every year. That, that's silly. Just keep it up. <laughs> you are uh, lazy. So you are. You are. You are a god to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to go the other direction. No, oh. no. You are a god to me. I put it in the. Mm. Well, when I say I, the kids <laughs> put it in the bag every year and take it out, and it's like it's a pain. Yeah, you know? I, I have pain. neighbors a couple houses away. They showed us what they do. Uh, they have a roll away wall in their living room. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, yes. they designed it, and they just they pull back the wall, push the tree on wheels back into uh, this little wall compartment, this close is the wall, and you can't tell. Looks like you're just in the living room. That's America right there. And it's only yeah. for the tree. It's only for the tree <laughs> and the Epstein Christmas had decorations. That, he had yeah, that, that too. is brilliant. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein had that at his house, too. It was for other <laughs> it's purposes. pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only for it's the well. little girls. <laughs> That's the little you girls' there. The police are there. It looks like it's a normal wall. <laughs> uh, all right. What, uh, what's in the news that uh, strikes your fancy today, Pat? All right. Well, I'm just a little concerned about the uh, tainting, the delegitimizing of the 2020 election that the democrats are doing now trying to claim that okay not only did did donald trump mess with the 2016 election with the ukrainians uh or the russians or both, both. or whoever but he's already tainted the 2020 election how i don't know um his misconduct is going on oh with giuliani's trip to the to ukraine uh giuliani is they apparently have any do they have any Evidence of this? No, of course not. I mean, they haven't they had have any evidence, evidence of anything. Anything? No. Anything? They've got nothing, and they they just continue to lie and lie and lie and lie. Yeah, and it's it's extremely dangerous. I bad think, to our country. Bad. If you start saying that Donald Trump's election, because they know they're not they're not going to be able to beat him, which is why they're already saying, well, he's already tainted the election, and, and they, they know they can't win. So when he does win, they're going to be claiming it's not legitimate, that he's he's been selected somehow. He's gotten there through cheating and, and fraudulent means. And we're going to have, I mean, they're going to push us over the edge here mm. if they're of, not careful. I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. We need to make We need to go back and make a montage of all the times yes, they said... The that Donald Trump was going to come out after the election and say it wasn't valid, and, and therefore prove, oh my gosh. you know, that he right. was against he was right. against the you know the democracy, American democracy. It's at stake. He he's <laughs> going to put it at risk. They're all doing mm-hmm. it. They all are still saying Stacey Abrams is the rightful governor of Georgia. Yeah, right. They like do. They, they, they yes. are. I mean, they do this every single time. Every time they lose. Every time yeah. they lose. Yep. Every time they lose, it's some there's some fraud that went on, so, and then they act as if the other side is doing it. 
so let me change the subject slightly here to go back to the impeachment. And I'd like to take calls next hour on this. Um, should Donald Trump actually go and have the full verd- uh, have the full trial? Now, I have said yes because I think that uh, it won't be legitimate. They'll just say, oh, the Republicans just didn't do anything about it. We they swept it under the rug. Swept mm-hmm. it under the rug. So I don't think that's I don't think it's good. And what I don't like swept under the rug is the all of all of the truth about what the what the Democrats have done. Yeah, and needs this, to be shown. This is a sham, a total sham. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the uh, the concern is is that this is a setup because you could get anybody in the Senate. They they'll call witnesses and they'll call uh, John Bolton, who I don't think is a friend of the president's. Uh, they'll call John Bolton. They'll call people and they'll. They'll try to score points. And all you have to do is just peel a few people away. He's won already because the Democrat, yeah. we, you have at least one Democrat that's going to defect this week. The real clear politics polling average on impeachment and removal is uh, underwater now for the first time. It's now uh, more people think Trump should not be removed from office on average. And it's uh, full partisan. I mean, you have a guy literally yeah. leaving the Democratic Party. He's not just mm-hmm. voting. He's leaving the Democratic Party. Because he says this is ridiculous. This is this a total sham. So he's leaving the Democratic Party, not just voting uh, uh, with the Republicans. He's leaving it. So you remember the reason why Nixon left office is because you started to have the Republicans go soft. Well, let's just remember, we're going to a Senate where Mitt Romney is. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Two, there's just the possibility of of disaster, right? Somebody says the wrong thing that changes the storyline. Somebody screws up. Some new thing comes to light that we don't know about. And this is what mm. Mike Lee was saying when he was on last week. Even though Mike favors the trial, he's like, the argument is, if you've won already, just take the Sit win down. and leave. Yeah. Don't, don't sit there and continue the argument and then open yourself up for a possibility of something that you don't expect going wrong. Makes sense, but I still think it's too big, important for the big. country. Yeah, I say risk big, win big. I I think you got to go for it and expose what what they've done here. Wait, wait, set wait, the wait, rules. Wait, wait, wait. The, set wait, the wait. rules in the Senate like they set them in the in the House. Like you have to. Uh, McConnell has to approve the witnesses. Mm-hmm. What's the second half so, of that phrase though? Lose big. Lose big. big. That's what big. I was just going to say. Big. Yeah. Are you prepared yeah. to have? Uh, a Mitt Romney, uh, let's say John Bolton I comes out Romney and says, will. you know, he was just crazy and I had to leave because he was he was doing cocaine on the on the desk, <laughs> uh, says something stupid. And then Romney says, yeah, you know what? I I'm leading this charge. And, and you start to flip just a few Republicans. Do you? I think that's less of a risk of someone who so is I. friendly to the president going too far in his defense and saying something ridiculous like that's what? winds up i don't know winds up being the storyline i mean we've seen these things happen before where someone uh don't you want a shot at the whistleblower though i do it, eric sharamella right but that's a federal I know. crime i know <laughs> i know come get me yeah come get so me. here's the uh oh they will <laughs> i know um so here's the but here's the the question because i'm i'm very clear the right thing to do is to have the trial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's just talk politics for a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Forget about the 
politics has nothing to do anymore with doing the right thing. That's for sure. So let's just talk politics. Are you prepared to lose, um, even if he doesn't, even if he's not impeached, mm-hmm. to have this thing swing around to where fifty-five percent of the American people are like, ah, I want him impeached now. I, he should have been removed. I mean, I'm not I'm probably not prepared for that, uh, but I just don't see that happening. I mean, it didn't happen in the House. Did you see? It's going to happen you, in the more favorable Senate. Did did a have have you met the Republican Party? Yes, just yeah, betting yes, on so incompetence. Uh, betting yes. on yeah, incompetence is, is a safe safe thing. And yeah. uh, B, did you see Donald Trump? being president of the United States, because I didn't see that one coming either. I mean, there's been, like, every day I, I look at the news and I'm like, yeah, didn't see that one coming. Yeah. That's bizarre. There's definitely yeah. an argument for it here. However, you got to step back and say, you know what, the political, there is political risk here, right? You don't know what the media gloms onto and turns into this big issue, and it might turn some public opinion. But secondarily, and, and it shouldn't be secondary, is the consideration of whether it's the right thing to do. If this is really happening, it needs to be exposed. Yeah, and whether I think so. you, it does. You, yeah. And I, so I, I, you know, I come to, to Pat's side on this in the end, in that like, you know, oh, Pat's you, side. I, wait a minute, I didn't. You know, Pat's the smart one here, <laughs> and that's why I'm against you. I the dark one. I've been arguing the whole time, but the, that's why Pat, your point is so brilliant. Is that uh, <laughs> the thing you've been telling Glenn to you say? Right. But, you, but you, I'm serious. You come oh, to that music started. Where I. <laughs> that's fine with me. I was going to defend you. It's time oh, for no, me to wait, take a break. Stop the music. Stop the music. Go ahead. Go ahead. Defend. Pat, great idea on the whole uh, thank uh, you. thing. Thank you. Start the music. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go into the, uh, the phones uh, and take your opinion on this next hour. Call us right now at 888-727-BECK. I'd like to just hear from, uh, from you. What should the Republicans do? Do you want to risk it? It's an open and shut deal. Uh, should everything come out and be exposed, or should we just move on? I can see both sides. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Call us. Uh, call us right now. Oh, there it is. There's that music again. Thank you very much. All righty. Thank you. X chair. Clock is ticking. Do you have the X chair ordered? Do you? Let me say it again. Do you have the X chair ordered? In my head, I'm like, no, not yet. Uh, we were putting our list together for all the shopping stuff that we have to do yet, and uh, I noticed that there was an X chair on that list, and not in my handwriting, which was strange. Anyway, uh, <laughs> X chair. <laughs> this is a gift that they're going to love if they have an office at home or you know an office at the office where offices you know generally are anyway um the x chair is one of the best chairs that you can get with the patented dynamic variable lumbar support 10 different settings x chair is the one that will keep you or those around you comfortable all day long it is the next generation of office chairs and they have a 30 day the 30 day uh, money back no questions guarantee of satisfaction you have zero risk and most companies can't make make this because they couldn't afford to keep all the returns coming back. Nobody ships this chair back because it is the next generation. It is the greatest office chair you've ever sat in. They have one for all sizes and uh, and all budgets. Just look right now at xchairbeck.com. 
Check it out, xchairbeck.com. They're on sale now, $100 off. Go to xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code BECK, and you're going to get the new X wheels with your chair as well. That's xchairbeck.com, promo code BECK. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You know, it's it's crazy. I'm, we we have to play a couple of uh, we have to play a couple of cuts uh, from just how how crazy how crazy people have gotten in the media. Um, Joy Reid is really upset. Uh, she says that Donald Trump's not going to leave office. All of this 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 conspiracy stuff. I mean, when people said that about Barack Obama, I always said that's not going to happen. He's going to leave office. It's not going to happen. Here you have hosts who are propagating this stuff. Jim Shudo, he works for CNN. He was part of the Obama administration. And uh, he's one of their national security advisors. And there is, he's probably the worst on television uh, when it comes to support. <laughs> I could leave it at that. Is there a period there? Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> period. Mm. He also is, uh, <laughs> he also has defended the Steele dossier more than any other journalist. And he's been wrong every single time. But it's not like he's speaking from opinion. Uh, He said that U.S. officials had corroborated some parts of the dossier. That's absolutely untrue. When you look at all of the things that he has said over the, the last couple of years about the Steele dossier and about the FBI... He is he is the chief conspiracy theorist. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So is a large chunk of your monthly budget going towards credit card bills? If so, you are not alone. And I said just last hour that the number one and number two uh, New Year's resolution so far this year, get out of debt and spend less. Well, you can do both of those if you refi right now. Get out of debt. American financing can consolidate that debt with the lowest possible interest rates. It's a mortgage refi. You can you can save $1,000 a month, and it will only take you a 10-minute phone call. That's all it takes. They'll put your needs first. American financing. Home-owned, locally-owned, and, uh, and owned by a, a family. They do things right. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. So this hour, I want to hear from you. And what I want to know is, should there be a trial? Because there's a great debate going on right now. Donald Trump, is he being set up? Is some surprise witness going to come out? What will John Bolton say? Right now, the president has won. And legal experts would say, 
shut up and sit down. But is that the right thing to do? And politically, is it the right thing to do? You decide. I can see both sides. I want to hear from you. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Start taking your phone calls here in one minute. First, let me tell you about the X chair. What kind of chair are you sitting in right now? Is it comfortable? Does it have 10 different adjustments? If you're sitting in your car, does your car seat have 10 different adjustments? Does it have a dynamic variable lumbar support system? If it doesn't, it's not an X chair. The last bit is patented. So I have been, you know, sitting in chairs at a studio my whole life. You probably have done the same uh, sitting at your office your whole life. I'm telling you, there is no better chair than the X chair. And I've had a plethora of chairs. X chair is the next generation. It is a comfortable work day. Thanks to X chair's 30 day, no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction. You have zero risk. Now, most companies can't make that kind of offer, but most companies aren't X chair. It's on sale right now for a hundred dollars off. Makes a great Christmas gift. Just go to X right now. That's X chair, B E C K.com or eight, four, four, four X chair. Go to X Use the promo code Beck and you'll receive a free set of of the new X wheels with your X chair. It's xchairbeck.com. So what should happen with impeachment? Stu, I think we're both in agreement on what the right thing to do is, and that is expose what the Democrats have done and have a full trial and have it fair and free. Um, you know, have the have the Republicans in control, but you know, I don't even know what that means because the Republicans, the Republicans. Oh. I mean, Mitch McConnell is saying, however, publicly that he's basically letting Trump design this process, which is ridiculous. Why would you say that? Why would you <laughs> do a, that? It's a weird thing to say publicly. It's I mean, it's a weird so thing to stupid. Surely the the Democrats would do. The exactly same the same thing. thing. However, sure. they probably wouldn't say it publicly. Right. Um, and he's trying to basically signal to Republicans, hey, don't blame me if he doesn't want to do this trial because I'm letting him design the process. That's right. I mean, McConnell's just, you know, CYA here. Right. But it is a bizarre thing to say publicly. And I would say that, you know, whether it's the better political move, I think can be debated. I mean, because you can say. They've already won this with the American people. Move on. Get to the election. You know, don't spend another minute on this than you have to. On the other hand, I think the right thing to do is that the real full story comes out. And so far, there's been no opportunity for that. And if you believe that you have the right side of that story, the American people should know about it. So now the question is, I agree with that. But the question is, Mitt Romney. By the way, (laughs) word in Utah is that Mitt Romney will not win a second term. He is. He is. Really? I yeah. don't know if I buy that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've that. heard that. Um, all right. So um, you go into a trial and John Bolton or somebody who really is like, you know, likes Donald Trump. And, you know, as Stu says, just is like, again, another thing. He's really great. And he's building a, he's building secret weapons to kill all of the people that are living in New Jersey. You'd be like, wait, what? I mean, anything can happen in a trial. Anything could happen in a trial. And all you need is somebody like Mitt Romney 
to peel away and start to say, you know, I don't know. And then you then it's just an avalanche. Then it could just be an avalanche. I, mean, I don't think anybody thinks he's going to get thrown out of office. I don't, it's not going to get to 67 senators. That no, I don't think so him. either. However, it, it could affect public opinion yep. if it looks like the, the Republicans are playing a, a partisan game the same way. Mm-hmm. Democrats are dealing with that right now, right? Like they are seen as just doing this partisan thing and dragging it out. And it's just a bunch of nonsense to so many people. And that's why the, the, the polls are turning against them. So which, the same thing could happen to Republicans. Which hurts the president more a trial or no trial what do you think should happen the number is 888-727-BECK let's go to john in georgia hello john glenn how are you very merry good christmas to everybody there hey merry christmas to you listen i think there might be actually a third layer to this and give me just five seconds to explain this there's a potential senate vote for dismissal which is a simple majority mm-hmm. there's a potential senate vote for acquittal and then, of course, there's the full meal deal trial, which we all kind of in our in our hearts want. But that middle option that Mitch McConnell has discussed previously of voting for acquittal right up front would actually attach double jeopardy. So if you only dismiss, then the Senate could potentially in his second term, excuse me, the House uh, in his second term could come back on another bite at the impeachment apple if they acquit. Double jeopardy attaches, and this thing from a political uh, expediency standpoint would have to go away without the big messy trial in terms of the beltway politics. So you vote for acquittal. I actually want the trial, but I'm too much of a cynic to believe that that will actually get the result that we that we would actually hope and pray for. Yeah, which is everything come out. Exactly. Yeah, I... I uh... I, I don't know if that's going to happen either. But if you did a trial, and even if he were impeached, as long as the—and removed from office— as long as the Senate—and they don't have to do this— as long as the Senate uh, wouldn't attach, uh, and you can never run for president again, because it's not automatically attached to that, you could impeach him, remove him from office, and the people could come back and elect him again uh, this fall. I can't. I just can't imagine a, a group of people removing a president this close to an election. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Let me go to Jim in Virginia. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas, Glenn. Thank you for taking my call. Thank and you. Thank you for all that you're doing to uh, wake up and educate America. Uh, your Ukraine special was truly uh, an award-winning, uh, award-worthy journalistic uh, investigation. Thank you very much. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm for the full trial. And I think they should take your Ukraine special and use that as a blueprint for the trial. But the the problem is, I don't think the leading Democrats or, excuse me, the leading Republicans in, in the Senate will do that. And this is the reason why. And you touched on it last week uh, when you talked about the one news agency that actually sent reporters to the Ukraine to do investigations over there. And they came back with a report stating that, uh, many of the leading Republicans in the Senate were also involved in Ukraine doing the same thing that the Democrats were doing, trying to influence the Ukraine's government, uh, being Lindsey Graham, um, McCain, the traitor McCain, and uh, McConnell. Uh, so I am for the full trial, but my hopes of it ever happening are, are slim and nil. I agree with you, Jim. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm still for a full trial, but uh, are you prepared to live with the consequence and not getting anything exposed? Because I think Jim's right. I don't see any. I mean, what, I mean, Stu, 
we have an open and shut case. Do we not? I mean, you know, what are you trying to prove, right? I mean, we've even said that there's not, you know, it's not criminal activity. The whistle, but, no, I'm saying the whistleblower, mm-hmm. open and shut. Uh, the the collusion, open and shut. Mm-hmm. The money laundering, open and shut. Yeah, All of this I, stuff, I think, is... I, we have a, the documents to show. Yeah. I mean, these are documents written by the people we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's just open and shut. Why won't anyone use them? Why won't anyone in real authority and power step to the plate and use them? I mean, the most we've heard from people in real positions of authority and power is that it's a very complicated storyline and that the American people don't have the attention span for it. We sat through a year of the O.J. Simpson trial. A year. a long time ago, man. It's a long time ago. And we'll still do that for certain things. But... You know, look what happened. You know, this there's a there's an argument on the left, um, and this I think was believed by many on the left that one of the errors they made with the Russia situation was to go through it in such detail. So the idea was you have the whole Mueller report. You're you're sort of have this entire storyline under the microscope for an entire year, year and a half. And at the end of the day, the American people are like, oh, I've been hearing about this forever. Nothing ever seems to come out. Here's the report. It doesn't seem like it's not like the craziest thing, right? Like there's stuff in there that might be disturbing to you, but it was it never rose to the level of interest that was promised. It was a big it was a great trailer and a crappy movie. Right. And the, the, so this is why they went with the Ukrainian thing, which was, OK, we've got a simple storyline We've got a transcript of a call. We think it's bad. We can rush it through It will when it's still shocking to people. And they tried to do it quickly. Now, I don't know if that's the right thing. To me, it's certainly not the right thing for the country, obviously. But I'm saying from a democratic political perspective, was it the right move? I think it's showing that that didn't work either. One of the issues they have is that neither one of these situations was actually impeachable so that's kind of like you have a bad mm-hmm. baseline and maybe that's different with yeah, this because we have a good baseline we have a good baseline. We have a good baseline however can the american people focus long enough to actually take in all of these details learn all these characters who they are what happened i mean it's a big ask for you know people who are like who are currently embracing tiktok as a platform <laughs> I, I know let me go to uh rachel in ohio hello rachel Hi. Hi. This is an early Christmas present for me. You guys oh. are my family. Oh, wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So I think we should go with a full trial, too. Um, and then pray like crazy. Mm. Because the, the truth has to come out. And the truth actually will come out. It's just will it come out in our lifetime. Uh, yeah. Well, the truth is already out. But uh, nobody seems to embrace it. And I personally think that the only one that can make this happen is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is uniquely qualified to say, I might show up in the gallery today. I might just I might just walk in today and just decide to testify or we got some crazy things happening today in the Senate. Make sure you're watching. Um, I think he is such a sideshow that I think he could get people to actually watch the trial. And if they expose it and people are watching the trial, I think it's the end of the Democratic Party. I really, really do. Uh, Because people are fair in America. And when you actually see what they were doing, 
and are still doing in Ukraine and all around the world with the State Department, nobody's going to want a part of that. Devil's advocate, are you prepared for a loss? Steve, welcome. How you doing, Glenn? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, you know, I'm I'm thinking on this uh, when this goes to the Senate. The question is, is are the Republicans even going to do anything with it? Because any witnesses they call, um, Democrats can be able to cross-examine. And I just have to ask myself, how many of these Republicans are just as dirty as the Democrats? And you already see Lindsey Graham backing away from wanting a trial. Mm-hmm. Where are you calling so from? I'm calling from Utah. Romney country. <laughs> uh, we're going to try and get rid of him. He, he, I think, so I, I heard think this. He on name recognition alone, but yeah. he does not represent Utah values. Yeah, I was in St. George, and granted, it was St. George, which I think is the cons- most conservative state or the conservative county in Utah, which makes it the most conservative county in the country. It was nice. Anyway, um, uh, I was there over the weekend. And uh, somebody had told me Romney's Romney's in trouble there. He's he's not popular in the state. Do you think that's true? Yeah, we're fed up with him. Uh, like I said, I think people check that box on the ballot because they recognize the name. But we're we're really hoping to get the word out that that, you know, I mean, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing and he always has been. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to come back here in just one minute. Back to your phone calls. So are you keeping track? What is the score so far? Everyone said trial, right? I know. We'll wait till we hear someone say they don't want the trial. But I think, you know, look, this, this audience is going to want to hear the information and want others to hear it. Uh, you know who doesn't take the weekend off? I mean, besides Santa. I mean, Santa takes the whole year off, except for, well, probably the last couple of weeks. He's probably... You just have these elves doing everything? Yeah, he has the elves doing everything, working around the clock. He's probably just working on his whip for the reindeer. You know, that's what... You know what he's like. And then... Mama, mama, the elf song's all wrong, and I can't eat your food because it looks all purple. You know what it's like up in the... Anyway. It seemed like a legitimate complaint on that last one. Yeah, it does. Did you ever notice his food when he sits down, she's eating, and she serves it, and it's like a chicken leg, and it's purple. Everything is on his plate is purple. It's like, I wouldn't eat that either. What are you, you're trying to fat me up? Why don't you serve some good food, woman? Woman. Where's the Taco Bell? Right. Anyway, uh, now uh, one thing that hackers do is uh, not take any weekends off. They're using what's known as social engineering to try to obtain information about you through phishing scams. It's a literal way to gain access to your bank account. In a recent example, seemingly legitimate phone calls from banks turned out to be a scam resulted in a million dollars being stolen. Last year alone, 26,000 people reported being a victim of some sort of phishing scam. It's important to understand how cybercrime is affecting your life. Identity theft, serious issue. Somebody's identity stolen every two seconds. This is why there is LifeLock. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock sees a threat that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or visit LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK. That's promo code B-E-C-K at LifeLock.com for up to 25% off. We break now for 10 seconds. Station ID.
See, here's the problem is the, the media. And I want to play this audio of all of the things the media said about the Steele dossier. We now know because of the IG report that everything in the Steele dossier was bogus. The FBI could co- uh, cooperate none of it. Not a single thing. It, we sh- with the asterisks, uh, asterisk of publicly available information. That's that's their big out. It's like, well, yes, some of the stuff that was already reported by the news seems to be corroborated, but only that. So they got right. none of the stuff that was actually nothing presented. Sal- no, nothing salacious, salacious stuff, nothing yeah. that mm-hmm. was bad. Mm-hmm. All the, you know, Donald Trump has a strange hairdo. Yep, yep. People have been saying that. He it's runs in the, press. the Trump organization. Yep, wow. yep. Well, that's corroborated. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> none of the stuff that was trouble for Donald Trump had been corroborated. Zero. And the FBI changed some of the information and didn't tell the uh, FISA court that that none of this had been corroborated and that Steele himself had been, uh, what did they say? They closed the door on him. I can't remember what they call it, but they closed him yeah. out mm-hmm. because they thought that he was untrustworthy. They never said that. Listen to what the press said over the last two years. Parts of the now infamous dossier on Trump have proven to be true. I know the history of the dossier, but it hasn't been discredited. In fact, it's been the opposite. It's been corroborated. No, it hasn't. Much of the dossier has been corroborated. This discredited dossier, which was paid for, paid for. Your intel community has corroborated all of the details in there, the meeting. Some of the substantive content of the dossier, we were able to corroborate in our intelligence community assessment. Not true. From other sources in which we had very high confidence. We know that with the FISA application, the relevant parts of Christopher Steele's dossier were corroborated. If the application included information from the dossier, it would only be after the FBI had, (laughs) in fact, corroborated information through its own investigation. We also know that as time time goes on, more and more parts of the Steele dossier get corroborated. So when the president just refers to it as fake dossier, that is false? I. I don't think that's that, that is the accurate characterization for the entirety of the dossier. Clear investigators have corroborated part of the uh, dossier. The dossier has no. been corroborated no. by the intelligence community. U.S. investigators have corroborated some no. of the allegations in that dossier. Yes. Although we do know that parts of it have been corroborated. It's not been corroborated, but it hasn't been disproven either. Is there anything Listen in the that dossier now. that has been disproven? No. But not one thing has been disproven. No major thing from the dossier has been conclusively disproven. disproven. To date, none of it has been disproven. And whole big parts of it are holding up. The dossier um, holds up well. None of it has been disproven. All of the allegations in it, I don't know that anything has been disproven. It's a fact that none of it, not one word, has been disproven. Okay, in can fact... We st- can we stop there? Uh, Stu, I just wanted to let you know... Day 412 of my investigation in you, mm-hmm. we still have not disproven that you're a murderer. Really? Yes. Still cannot prove that you did not murder people. So you can't uh, account for me at every moment of my entire life. Can't. Can't. Uh, and uh, have a detail and of everything And part of I've the done. murder spree that you're on has mm-hmm. been corroborated. I couldn't say this, Stu. If I hadn't have corroborated some of this. Corroborated, yes. Corroborated. I, yes. Corroborate, yeah, you have, corroborate, you're as good as that one as I am an asterisk. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, but, so I couldn't, I, I mean, I couldn't get away with just saying this. Yes. Right? Uh, well, you could. My sources if you, tell me. Well, you couldn't because you're Glenn Beck. Right. But if you're on CNN, you can get away with that. Yes. You can get away with saying this. And will they 
account is there an internal accounting process that comes to the no. point where i mean the worst one there was a- allison camarota who says what uh every part of the of the dossier has been corroborated like that is like the most i mean we're talking about the p tapes are in the do- dossier like not, of course that hasn't been i mean everyone at the beginning knew that was nonsense right but did you notice that they changed from well, some of it to none of it has been disproven. disproven. Right, like the the double negative there. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that is, it's certainly not a news standard, is it? Is is that a journalistic news standard to report something that uh, it hasn't been disproven? I mean, that's not a not a thing, right? No, not for not some American journalists. Russia, yeah, in Russia mm. it was. Mm. Uh, here, you're. You're supposed to be uh, innocent until proven guilty. Um, proven guilty, not proven innocent. It's kind of the reverse of what the American system really is. You're listening to Glenn. Especially Beck. now that now that it's been disproven, all of it was garbage. Holiday season is giving. Unless, of course, you're a cyber criminal. Then it's taking. I mean, what are you thinking? Connecting to an unsecured Wi-Fi has been part of our daily lives, and cyber threats are constantly evolving. This is why you need multiple layers of protection. There's ever-changing threats to your connected devices and your online privacy. Uh, they're not going to block themselves. What you need is new Norton 360. It's a membership provides multiple layers of protection with a VPN, device security, and a password manager. Norton Secure VPN lets you browse anonymously and securely with no-log VPN, bank-grade encryption. It'll help keep your information that you send and receive, like logins and passwords, secure and private. This holiday season, give yourself the best online gift you can get. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally. Just give the gift right now, 50% off an annual subscription on your first year at Norton.com slash Beck. Terms and conditions do apply. Norton.com slash Beck. If you like the investigations on Ukraine, uh, continue uh, supporting Blaze TV. Go to GB20 off as the code at Blaze. Hey, by the way, you were looking for a Christmas gift for somebody. Give them the gift of information and the blaze. Just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. This week, you'll save 20% off of your membership. Makes for a great Christmas gift. GB20OFF is the promo code. Blazetv.com slash Glenn. Give the gift of information, truth, and a little bit of entertainment as well. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right, let me go to Joe in Florida. We're talking about the impeachment trial on whether you want to see a trial or should the Trump administration take the advice of attorneys and just move on. Joe. Mr. Beck, thank you for taking my call this morning. I've been a listener for about 15 years. And I appreciate you. everything all you guys do. Thank you. Um, I do not trust, like most of us, the media. I vote for a full trial, but I do not think it should last longer than six months. 
but I <laughs> want the entire thing streamed right from the U.S. government if it's got to come from the White House, and I want full access to that. I don't want to have to wait on ABC, NBC, MSNBC to cut away here, cut away there. Stream it. Make it there for everybody. And I think if we do this in the new year, 2020, this could light a spark worldwide saying, look what America's doing to shed light on corruption and bribery. Iran, do the right thing now. Do the, you know, everybody else. And it might just push things in a good direction. All right, Joe. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, the streaming idea is a is a good idea, and the government should make that available, uh, so we could see all of it. Let me go to Preston because I'll tell you the CNNs of the world are not going to go a month uh, on uh, trial without any commercials. They just won't do it, and you'll know when they take commercials. Uh, Preston, Florida. Go ahead. Good good morning, Glenn. Happy uh, Christmas, Merry uh, New Year, and God bless you for all you do. Thank you very much, Preston. Uh, I, yeah, I like doing the opposite. Yeah. Listen, I'll give you three words why this will not go to trial. I want it to go to trial. I want it all to come out, but three words why it won't go to trial. Okay. Uh, Peter Schweitzer's book. Hmm. Uh, it, Peter you know, when you read his book about yeah. Peter Schweitzer's book about the princess. Um, Corruption. When you read that and you see, yeah, exactly right. They're all involved in this, Glenn. If you just do your, you know, like you do your homework, and if you start to look into what they do, how the money goes overseas, and mm-hmm. then it comes back to them in their, in their, um, they, they set up their, um, uh, their, their charities mm-hmm. and the like. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I did a little thing with, with, uh, with, with uh, Hillary Clinton and her. Um, her foundation, the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, we gave money to Arizona. I mean, to I'm sorry, Arizona. Gosh darn it! We gave money to Algeria. You know, with uh, government aid, uh, they donated I think a hundred thousand back to the Clinton uh, Foundation. So when you see this, you know what's going on, and it's going to be it's it it's not going to go to trial. They're going to do everything they can because they don't want all this stuff to come out because it will come out. Yeah, that's the thing is eventually it will all come out. And the longer it's hidden, the worse it will be for all of them. Preston, thank you. Mike in Texas, welcome. Merry Christmas, Glenn. Merry Christmas, Mike. Um, I do not think we should have a full trial. Um, I think the Senate should incorporate the Democrat record on impeachment from the House incorporate it by reference, and then try the case based on that record. And I'll tell you why. It seems to me that it's very unlikely the president is going to be convicted and removed by the Senate. So that means there's only two issues left. One, will the American public view what the Senate does as fair? Mm -hmm. And two, is this whole whistleblower scandal, is that going to be swept under the rug? So it seems to me on the first point, uh, it would be very difficult for the Democrats to argue that the record that they put together in the House that they used to impeach our president is now all of a sudden unfair to be used for purposes of the trial. 
So I think it would be regarded as fair. And you could avoid the circus that we saw in the House, something that I think most reasonable people uh, find abhorrent. Secondly, with respect to the so-called whistleblower, it seems to me there is an entirely another way to deal with that problem. And that is, wholly apart from this impeachment thing, have Lindsey Graham open up a, an investigation into the leak that occurred in the conversation that Trump had with uh, Zelensky. There was a leak there. That's how this whistleblower apparently got information about what was on the call. You could use that investigation to determine what really happened with this so-called whistleblower. So if you need to get those facts out, there is an alternative way that is a lot more uh, effective than burying all of that in the context of impeachment. So what, what is the process of impeachment that you were talking about where you bring the record over from the House? You just simply incorporate that record, the whole thing. The evidence, the documents, the speeches, everything. All right, so you that put means. It in a box, okay. And you send it over to the Senate, and everybody points to it and says, that is the record on which we will vote on conviction. I don't think the Senate should, should somehow rescue the House for the deficient record they've put together. Let them try the case on the same record as the House used to impeach him in the first place. All right. So that means Chuck Schumer wouldn't get his, you know, John Bolton and and everybody else. So they couldn't bring any new witnesses. We're just going over what they did in the House. Exactly. And if it was Mm. reasonable to be used for purposes of impeachment, which is a pretty serious thing, then why would it be unreasonable or unfair to use that very same record to use for purposes of voting on conviction Hmm. and then go after the scandals in a different context? All right, Mike, good idea. Thank you very much. Curtis, uh, do you want to see a trial or not? Well, thanks for taking my call, Reverend Dr. Colonel Beck. (laughs) Thank you for getting it right, finally. You got it. Yeah, thank you. I really love the show, especially when uh, Pat and Stu are on. But as far as the um, trial— Whoa, me too. Whoa. I I think they should have a trial, but only if they're going to hold anyone found guilty accountable. I think the American people are tired of the elites and the politicians getting away with whatever they want. And I think it would hurt Trump and the Republicans' chances of taking the House back if they were to find someone guilty and not hold them accountable. I agree with you. I think it hurts even more. Have you seen what, you know, what, what happened last week in, in England with uh, Boris Johnson, that people will only stand and take so much. Uh, and now Boris has real power to start making real changes there. And he apparently is going for it. Uh, he's going to be making some deep, deep cuts in, in uh, personnel and ministers and really changing the landscape over in England. And I think Donald Trump, if this is done right, Donald Trump will have the chance to do the same um, because the people are going to want it. They are really sick and tired of all of this. Lori, North Carolina. 
Hi. Hi, Glenn. I, I, this stuff makes me want to cry like Hillary's supporters cried last, last election. <laughs> but listen, Andy McCarthy was on Fox News, and he said that they go right in as attorneys and they say, we want a motion to dismiss. There were no facts in the first mm-hmm. um, article. And in the mm-hmm. second, the president has executive privilege, doesn't he? And I think John Roberts yes. should just dismiss the whole thing. And going back to the caller a couple of times ago, Vinman mm-hmm. was the light leaker. Why shouldn't he be court-martialed? Who? Vinman. Vinman. Oh. We don't. Yeah, we don't necessarily know that for sure, but it, it, there's well, definitely. Well, he said he told two, yeah. he told two people, and then yeah. they wouldn't let him say who the second person was. Right. So right. We know that he was the Laker. Well, yeah, it's a, yeah, and I, I appreciate the call. I mean, it, it's interesting because I think you're looking at this as, if you're looking at it as winning, the impeachment, right? Mm-hmm. Making sure he is not removed from uh, from office, it makes plenty of sense to just dismiss it. But when you look at it at, as at what this process actually is, which is a partisan process with the intent not to remove the president from office, they never thought they were going to remove the president from office. The uh, intent is to win political points, right? It's to please their AOC wing of supporters who have mm-hmm. wanted impeachment since before he was elected. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also to try to sway people in the middle who now see him branded as an impeached president. All that's going to happen anyway on their side. The question is, do you bring evidence to the table to fight against it? And you can just dismiss this, the cases and then bring this out in a committee or something, but no one's going to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. If you want people to pay attention to it, it's got to happen during the actual Senate trial. And, you know, if you think this, important, uh, this information is important enough and the American people need to know it, that's where you got to put it. Straight in the marquee. I don't think we are the country that we hope to be, want to be. We are not the country of the uh, Declaration of Independence and certainly not the country of the Constitution um, if we don't change and uh, root out what we saw happen. I mean, the, the bar is so low for an impeachment now. It is, it's truly remarkably ridiculous. It is, it is so low, uh, and if... People can get away with this and get away with the lies, get away with the, you know, the, the, the uh, Pfizer report even. Just get away with just the Pfizer report of the, of the FBI and the Justice Department. That doesn't include what the intel community uh, did. It doesn't include the lies that were told under oath in the House. Uh, it doesn't include any of the lies that the media told or that, that Schiff told or the the monitoring of journalists. If we don't root this out, if somebody doesn't pay a very high price for this, it's going to become business as usual. You will embolden them to do the same thing over and over and over again. But I tend to agree with the people that were, were talking here in the last uh, 45 minutes. The people who said it's not going to come out, I think are right. And I think they're right because there are too many dirty people in Washington, D.C. And that's honestly where uh, Mike Lee and uh, and others, you know, if you could find a Tulsi Gabbard, I think Tulsi Gabbard would be on this. I think she would despise what's going on. And you could make the Democratic Party the Whig Party overnight, overnight. And you could make the the Republicans kind of like the old 1860s Democrats. Uh, And that's not a good place for the Republicans to be. But I think there is a new way 
that is waiting to happen because the corruption here is so deep. People feel it in their gut, too. They know it. All right, something really exciting to tell you about with Goldline. If you're looking for stocking stuffers this Christmas, I've told you about Goldline for a long time, and they can help you provide yourself with a with a strong hedge against inflation. It's good to have an idea that you know at least you know maybe ten percent of your portfolio is in precious metals. Well, this holiday season, Goldline is offering both a silver, solid silver snowman holiday greeting coin, or a, Cla- a Santa Claus silver bar. It's a full ounce of silver. It's really, really cool. The kids will love it. It's a great stocking stuffer for any age. Uh, well, I mean, not any age. If they're still trying to eat coins, it'd probably not be a good thing. Uh, make great stocking stuffers for kids, for grandkids. Also serve to help teach those kids about the value of investing and precious metals. You're going to love them. You can get them. Uh, you get one free with any purchase. Call them right now. Call them today. Also, Goldline is offering a five-plus year IRA fees in bonus silver for new qualifying self-directed IRA purchases. Call Goldline. Their account executives are waiting for you right now. It's a limited time production and promotion. It is 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Call them today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you're looking to fully protect your home with award-winning 24-7 home security, now is the time to do it. Time is running out on Simply Safe's biggest sale of the year. Simply Safe has everything that you need to protect your home and your family. Their smart lock, video doorbell pro, it defends your front door, but it's an army of sensors and cameras that guard every window, door, and room in your home. And if there is ever a break-in, Simply Safe is the only one that's able to give real-time video confirmation to police as it happens, so they respond three and a half times faster on average. It's no surprise that Simply Safe has won CNET and PC Magazine's Editor Choice Awards. With families traveling during the holiday season and leaving your home empty with the expensive gifts behind, Simply Safe. Now their holiday sale couldn't come at a better time. The sale ends December 31st, so go to simplysafebeck.com now and find out how much money you're going to save when you order today. Remember, the sale ends December 31st at simplysafebeck.com. Welcome to the... uh Welcome to the program. Glad to uh, glad to be with you today. I um uh, I I had a very weird weekend. Uh, on Friday, uh, I went to a, a friend's house, and um, the Prince of Hawaii and the Prince of Italy were there. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, who doesn't hang out with mm-hmm. royalty? They're just they seem to be at every party these days, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess. The Prince of Hawaii, if America hadn't taken over Hawaii, he would be king today. Mm. And the Prince of Italy would be king, I think, if it wasn't for Mussolini. Okay. All right. Uh, And so it was just a, it was a, you know, it was a bizarre, I didn't, you know, I thought when, at first, because he said, uh, uh, Prince Lorenzo is going to be there. And uh, I'm like. Okay. And I just thought Prince was his first name. You know, not a real prince. Right, you don't right. know, whose house do you go over where there's like a prince? 
you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, uh, so I get there, and uh, uh, Glenn, this is Prince Lorenzo from Italy, and uh, he was like, "Oh, Glenn, how are you?" <laughs> he was so, and I realized I think this guy's a real prince. And then I didn't want to say, "Are you like a real prince, or is that like your name, or <laughs> you what's like up? What are you? <laughs> can you plead past the jelly?" You didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want yeah. to be that guy. Uh, I didn't uh, want to be that guy. So I just leaned over to somebody. I'm like. He's a real prince, isn't he? I mean, is he a real prince? Mm. They're like, yeah, it's Prince Lorenzo. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know my royalty. I is this the know. guy that was on The Bachelor? I Maybe. What's he look like? Somebody said that to me, and I, he I didn't He's very watch. handsome. It's, it's, I would say he was a very handsome man. Well, let me see. Uh, let me see. Blonde see. hair? I don't I know. Uh, uh, is this... So anyway, I yeah, don't know. But I'll show I, you in the break. Yeah, he yeah. might be. Somebody else said that, and I, I don't know if that's the same guy or not. But uh, he all of a sudden fell in love with my wife because she's a Kelowna. And he's like, oh, Kelowna. Uh, me and my family, Kelowna and my family, uh, way back, uh, 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 Michelangelo. And then he just la, 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 I would la, la, not la, worry la. about a guy from The Bachelor falling in love with your wife at all. It's no big deal. Yeah. Don't even think really? about it again. You yeah. don't? No. Uh, just, I, see, see, I thought some, it was about history. and Some travel now alerts popping to, up. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> You're listening to Glenn Beck. Uh, so I just got news that, uh, am I the cover of the New Republic? I hope so. I hope so. I don't know the answer to that. They're uh, picking apart your coverage on Ukraine. Apparently you've, uh, you're nuts, um, which is a real shocker to hear from the New Republic. Yeah. Uh, but you are the conservative blowhard has transformed from a never-Trumper to a Ukraine conspiracist. That's oh, really? The, uh, that's the subtitle. Really? Yes. Very excited uh-huh. about this one. That's, that's strange because you would think that maybe a guy who was not for Trump might have something to say. What, why suddenly is he for Trump on this one? Uh, I, my, my belief in their, uh, their take on that is that you've decided it's more profitable for you to be for Trump than against him. So you've decided to switch your view. Because this is a really in-depth uh, analysis of the situation, oh, as, like, as is always the case. Oh, I, I love this. I love this. Uh, okay, um, we've got uh, a few things to talk to you about Christmas, some lighter sides of it, what's happening with uh, China, Lindsey Graham, if we can get to it. And I think we should just check out this article where they're saying that I'm scholarly now. Wow. Hmm. Not really. <laughs> you mean they don't mean it? Hello, America. It's Monday. And you know what? We're practically on vacation mode. I don't know about you, but the holidays, the holiday parties, I'm kind of in vacation mode. I'm kind of still thinking, have I gotten everything for the kids? Have I? How many days before we go on vacation? What is it that we're going to eat for Christmas Eve? What is it we're going to eat Christmas Day, Christmas night, day after Christmas? What are the 
What are the leftovers going to be like? Can I get my son to eat less so there's more for me? Those kinds of this holiday is the program. questions are still on my mind. This is going to be the last chance to win $1,000 from the folks at the USCCA. After this is over, it is over. Right now, the USCCA is giving away $1,000 for free to 19 lucky people. You might be one of them or two. All you have to do is just text. Just text the word back to the number 87222 to claim your free chances to win. It's really simple. But this is it. This is the last giveaway that the USCCA is offering this year, and it ends this Friday, November 20th. So don't miss your chance to win $1,000. Just text the number, uh, text the word back to the number 87222 right now. USCCA is, um, they provide life-saving education training and I think life-saving legal protection to over 300,000 law-abiding Americans every single year. Protecting defenders and their loved ones is their mission. And that's why they want to equip you with the resources that you need. Just text the number, uh, text the word back to the number 87222 for your final chance to win $1,000. 100% secure. Confirmation text is going to be sent. It's Beck, B-E-C-K. The number 87222. Standard message and data rates do apply. For rules and more information, go to protectanddefend.com. Hello, and uh, welcome to the program. So glad that you are here. Stu, are you, uh, what'd you do this weekend? Anything holiday related? Uh, yeah, I saw like some Christmas shows and... Uh, what'd you see Christmas shows? Um, there's a, a big, uh, one of the big like churches here in the area that is a very spectacular Christmassy thing. Oh, and, uh, we was that to Gateway? That. Uh, no, it's uh, called Prestonwood Baptist mm-hmm, Church, mm-hmm. and they do, they had like yeah. camels on stage and zebras and... All sorts of crazy I stuff. Think churches start to have stages. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm calling it a stage because it was a Christmas show, but I mean, yeah. it was the place where people stand and play music. And I don't oh, know. really? Is that not a bad? Oh, really? Is that a bad description for a stage? No, no, no. I just wondered. I mean, I never. Well, I, it's I, it's, we thing, would have stages. It's the big church criticism you're doing, which is why I'm being difficult. No, I, it's this thing where, like, oh well, that's a big church, and they have a stage. Or what is churches ever have stages? I yeah, like where you stand when you do music. I don't know. There's always been people Gate- standing somewhere. I go to Gateway from time to time. I love those. Yeah. I love the mega churches. I do. I know. Sure you do. I just like, I think that's always a, oh uh, a, cr- a weird criticism. You it's like, suck. well, I can't think their music's too good. I try, 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 they're all like talented musicians. I mean, what is this, a concert? No. It's oh, just, I love I, that. I, oh, it drives me crazy. I love I hate that. that. It's like, let them go up there. So what? They're talented. So what? They, I don't understand I that. I have to tell I hear you. It all I, the time. It's like, oh, I go to, I, I go to, I go to my church. Occasionally I go to Gateway and I love their music and, you know, Sometimes, you know, sometimes we kind of struggle and, you know, we put a few people together and you're like, well, that's what you get when you pay for a band to come on and rehearse all week, all week. Mm-hmm. You get good, good music, yeah. good, good music. There's nothing wrong with having no, that, there's nothing. I think. But yeah, it was really, it was amazing. I mean, crazy. I mean, like it was a legitimately good. Like the end of Christmas show. The Rockefeller yeah, I mean, it had elements very similar to that. Yeah, so it, it was the birth of Christ and stuff? Yeah, it has that, yeah, and it had, like, it had all sorts of, like, warm holiday stuff, you know? Hmm. Like, it kind of had, 
uh, the, 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 you could tell it's something that where people who necessarily aren't churchgoers might go and, and take in some really nice holiday moments. And then I think also that's great. Take in the story, the real story of Christmas. I think that's great. I think so too. I like yeah. those things. So, so here, Texas is different. I mean, the South is different, but Texas is really different. Nobody's afraid to say Merry Christmas here. You got like, Hey, Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy holidays. What's wrong with you? You know, from around these parts. I mean, it's very, I remember the first time I went to a doctor here. I moved here. And the doctor, you know, goes through everything. And, and uh, you know, I'm butting up, buttoning up my shirt and pulling up my pants after being horribly violated. But that's a different story. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he's just signing off a bunch of stuff. And he said, uh, so, let's talk about your spiritual health. How's your spiritual health? It's <laughs> like. What? I mean, I just come from New York. What? What do you? Spiritual health? What are you talking about? Where's the camera? Where's the? What are you trying yeah, to do here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You have an X-ray for that? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just so refreshing, so nice to see somebody actually not afraid. Uh, and it's just it's different. You know, I saw President Trump on TV today, and he's like, "We're saying Merry Christmas," and. I had forgotten what it was like to live up north where it's like, don't you say Christmas. Christmas ain't about Christ. It's got Christ in the name. It just end it just ends with mus. That ain't around here. We're not talking about no Christ. It's about the winter solstice. They always have those stories. The left is always mocking the right for saying the war on Christmas. This is no there's no war on Christmas, but it's like you know, every year there's more and more stories of, you know, something like this being removed from the public square somewhere. You're not allowed to, you know, I mean, you know, I send my kids to a religious school and there it's very, very prominent, uh, the Christ and Christmas. However, like you, uh, we have friends who go to public schools, even here in Texas, mm-hmm. who have only happy holidays parties, only merry winter parties. This is Texas. Right, like I mean, I, you've it, lost the educational a, system here. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people who still love Christmas. That's not the thing. It's it's certainly there, but there is that um, movement that you know we used to mock. It used to be the guy. Remember the guy who used to always file the lawsuits that was you know wanted to take in God we trust off the money, and he would file every every six months yeah, there'd yeah, be yeah. a new one of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the requests he made in those lawsuits and the, the conversation surrounding those lawsuits was about stuff like that. Which at the time, well, 10 years ago, was seemingly ridiculous. What, I'm going to not say Merry Christmas in schools. They're going to have happy holidays parties only. And over time, it just becomes, well, of course, at school, they're going to say, you know, Merry Winter. Of course, obviously. It's, it's something we all accept now. These things move quickly, quickly. They go from, uh, you know, to, to, they get to acceptance pretty darn fast. The tolerance thing is never, I mean, it's, it's never tolerance. Like, tolerance is never enough. You're never going to be woke enough for any of these movements, as people like Pete Buttigieg are finding out, because he's not gay enough, apparently. Well, in my, t- my kids' school, um, uh, they, have, uh, they had to buy snacks. It's snack week. Snack week. And apparently snack Every week, week is snack week for me, by I know. the way. Uh, apparently, they can buy snacks throughout the day or whatever. I don't know what it is. And they're like, Dad, it's snack week. Can we get some extra money for some snacks? And I'm like, what? Sure, look. And it's a thing from the school, and it says it's snack week, so you can eat snacks and buy snacks. And then the last line is, uh, and uh, snack week, all the proceeds go help fight 
global warming. And I just looked at my kids and I said, guess who's not having snacks this week? (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if you're hungry or not. I don't care if you want a snack or not. Not with my cash. Oh, man, this is what they always do with schools. I I walked out of school uh, so many times in protest. I have no idea why I walked out on any of those times. We constantly we have these like school walkouts and we do marches around town to protest something. And I was always involved in it because we were leaving school, right? Like, what am I going to do? Stay in school and not walk out and do something that's supposed to be important? How did this happen? When did this happen? Because what I are mean, we, 10 years apart? Uh, 35, I think. 35, 36 years apart, something like that. Shut up. Uh, I don't remember exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean. So we're not that far apart. No, we're no. not that far apart. No. And, like, school for you was, I mean. Well, I went to school in Connecticut. We were getting paddled <laughs> by our nuns in school. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, we were going to McDonald's to protest. Oh, well, that is that is where I would wind up, typically. We would, we would go out. We'd walk out of the door for the walkout. And then we'd continue walking when the rest of the people took a left and we'd keep going straight and go to, like, the convenience store or McDonald's. Did or you grow up with. at least in the generation? Because you're first year millennial, right? I mean, I joke about that. There's one study that says it begins in 1976, which is when I was born. However, most studies say it's, like, 1981 okay. for millennials. Right. But I like to say I'm the first millennial. I, I was, I'm the godfather of the millennials. I was yeah. born in February 1976, basically the first one. I don't know. I only do that to torture millennials because I actually don't want to be one. But they really don't like it when I say I'm one yeah. of them. So I say so, it. So I say it. I say it. I said it. There. Uh, so we're not that, that we're not that different in age. And and yet, are, were you at least were you at least more afraid of getting in trouble at home than you were at school? Like when you got in school, they could beat you almost to death. <laughs> Just don't tell my folks. I did not go to a school where they would beat me to death. Um, well, nobody actually died. Okay. Just, just, just on the verge just, of She death, knew. Yes. She was very good. She knew when to stop. Yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, literally, I, I could have begged her, please, I'll take any punishment. You can cut off my fingers. Just <laughs> don't tell my parents. Because it would always be worse. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's, I mean, certainly you wouldn't want, to, want that to go home with you. I was, I, you know, I, I got in a lot of uh, trouble at times at school, um, but mo- mostly for just being a, a wise ass. So that was my general, which is a shock. I know everyone well, what, in the audience was really stunned about that. Um, well, I mean, I didn't think, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a different level when you're what, shiving people in the hallways? Yeah, no. Yeah, I was in the bathroom <laughs> shiving people. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wasn't, a, I, 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 I did have some occasional issues with certain teachers, uh, figures of authority. Mm-hmm. Um, which like I, what kind of uh, I, I, what kind I, of issues? I I didn't always get along with them. <laughs> you know, I was not always really. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't fall in in line as far as like when you know when I thought they were giving me a hard time. I I tended to point that out, which didn't didn't necessarily help my academic uh, future. So did you sit in the back with the ruffians? The ruffians. Yeah. Hey, no malarkey here. <laughs> no malarkey. There are, we are on the no malarkey tour. Um, no, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't. A, you know, I was a, not. I was no rebel or anything, but I just yeah. was a wise ass to everybody. Um, so I, you know, occasionally got in trouble, but I, I was, uh, you know, when it came down to these things where like there were these big movements, and I think it was probably stuff like we need funding. For new tennis courts or something. I was in like, Connecticut. <laughs> These are not real problems. Um, but whatever it was, whether I supported it or not, I, I just walked out 
with the group because I didn't want to be at school. And this was like, like this was a situation. And I think this is a legitimate problem uh, today, which is, and I was right in the area where this began, I think, where activism began to be praised by adults when children did it, not as a, not as a means to an end, but just the end. The end itself is, are you activist? Are you involved in your community? Do you care about things? That's great. And we should See, praise I, that behavior. May I just say, there is a happy medium. Mm-hmm. We, we went from, I, I had dinner one time uh, with my family uh, at Richard Mellonscape's house. Do you remember him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think people okay. know, know who Richard Mellonscape is. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. he was from the, you know, Carnegie Mellon yes. family. Yes, okay. that's how people might know him, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, 80, and he, I think, was the last, like, Vanderbilt, the last one that grew up with tremendous, tremendous like, Incomprehensible. Wealth. Incomprehensible wealth. wealth. Uh, his like sixth birthday party. I saw a picture of him at his sixth birthday party at the table. Everybody was in black tie. The kids were in <laughs> dresses, and they had black tie butlers standing behind every every chair for the kids. And this big, huge cake on that. I mean, it was like, and that was during the depression. I said, when was this taken? He said, I think that was 1936. I said, so it wasn't hard for your family depression. He's like, nope, didn't notice it. <laughs> but anyway, um, and uh, we went to his house one time. He invited us to his, to his house, and we stayed with him. And I brought my children. And we came down for dinner. We'll, have, we'll be having dinner at, at, at 6 p.m. And so we came down for dinner, and there were not enough chairs to include the children. And so we were like, are we having dinner by ourselves? How is this working? Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to sit down. And then he kind of came in and he was like, oh, the children. Like, oh, children. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, uh, well, they'll be eating in the kitchen with the staff. And I was like, uh, like the, uh, what? A version of the kitty table, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The holiday uh, and he table. grew up in a time where children were seen but not heard. You'd pat them on the head, and then the staff would take them. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, you know, my grandfather, we didn't have any staff, obviously. You know, the chicken would take us, I guess. (laughs) Um, But, uh, uh, you know, it was like you you didn't interrupt. You didn't tell elders what to do. You didn't You didn't speak unless spoken to, you know, that kind of a thing when you were in a crowd with adults. We've gone too far the other way. Yeah. The middle there is really pretty good. Yeah, there's, it's really pretty there's good. a line between having the kids eat in the other room with, with the chickens and the staff and <laughs> Greta Thunberg being time person of the year. Right. There's a place in between there we should stop. <laughs> and, I, and I think that I think on everything, I think it's at that place where we should hang out more. Mm, yeah. I want to tell you about the Rectech Grills. Rectech Grill is... Go to rectechgrills.com right now, Stu, would you? Look at these things. They are so incredible. Oh, yeah. They are built to last. And I know I, I know this sounds like a hassle. Oh, it's, 80, it's 80 pounds heavier than the, the next competitor. But it's, I say that because it's built so solid. They've put the money, instead of into a middleman, they put the money into the grill. So it's really, really solid, and it's got great wheels, so it's easy to move around. I mean, 
Can you see the difference on any oh, grill? My, I mean, it's it looks ridiculous. I'm, I, I mean, and I am totally obsessed with the technology on this thing. Where like you are looking at the you are setting like it's an oven, like setting the exact yeah. temperature with an app of what how you want it cooked. Uh, you, it's got all the details. You can start it when you're not even home. Like if you want to fire up your grill uh, when you're on the other side of the house. You want one of these, don't you? Oh, I don't. I can see it in your eyes. You want one. Lisa, he's talking to you right now. He's not even talking to me. I mean, it's just whatever. It's rectechgrills.com. I mean, I mean, whatever. If you happen to be there, if she happened to be searching <laughs> right. and landed on rectechgrills.com, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Right. You know? I mean, the holidays are coming up. Right. You know, you right just, around the corner. Yeah, but you're not saying that. Oh, no, a, no, no, no. That would be ridiculous if yeah. I just requested a specific present. Oh, you know, that's what she does with you. Oh, she sends me links. Right. Uh, she makes it very easy. <laughs> I just have to enter in the credit card information. <laughs> it's already filled out, honey, the address, everything. It's coming pre-wrapped. Just all I need is a credit card number. Uh, Rectech grills. These are far and away the best bang for your buck because they've cut out the middleman. But do your own homework and then look into Rectech. Uh, go go online and uh, find them in social media on Facebook. Uh, and I think they're on Instagram as well. They are, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It is a, it's family. It's a group of people that just love to grill and share their grilling experience and their recipes and everything else. This is built to last. RecTechGrills.com. That's with an S. RecTechGrills.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. I have to get this uh, off my uh, off my desk here because it's been sitting here for a while, and uh, I just you know I just I just don't want it sitting on my uh, on my desk anymore. And it is um, it's this story: a man whose farts kill mosquitoes <laughs> claims to have been signed up by an insect repellent company probing the secret of his killer gas. He is from Kampala, Uganda. And uh, he says Boffins has launched a study into the chemical properties of his trouser toxin. Uh, hmm? hmm? Trouser toxin? That's what it says in the story. I'm just... I mean, it's got to be from, what, the New York Times? What, what, what's the source? He says, he says, it's the son from the UK. Oh, wow. He says, mm. in his home village, no one has ever had malaria because his gas can knock out mosquitoes over a six-mile radius. Now, if that is true... That would make his fallout zone larger than that of the atomic bomb, which (laughs) destroyed Hiroshima in 1945. Mm. He is known apparently all over town as the man who can kill mosquitoes with his farts. Now, nowhere in the story. I mean, do you have any you have any questions here? At this point, now, I kind of know that one of our, our school walkouts was over this guy. Just, <laughs> no, no, seriously. <laughs> do you have any uh, questions as a reporter, as an interested person? Do you how, have any questions? How how do they? How does it kill mosquitoes? Yeah. Mm, okay, how? I would just be What's like, what is the what is what? it like for humanoids? What's his diet like? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. What does he eat? Mm-hmm. And is he married? 
Uh, does he have any friends? Does he live alone? So does it just kill mosquitoes? You're taking for granted this is true. You're not asking any questions on the science on how Are someone could blow up is... at a Hiroshima-style area well, with his I farts. Don't. You're just assuming it's true. I don't, um, I don't imagine that they would make this up. It says in the story he has to wear charcoal-based underwear pads uh, in his pants all the time to filter. You I don't mean, think this story's true? <laughs> I believe all news sources that use the term trouser toxin. Uh, that's just that's one of my official, things. That's <laughs> the official, official name of it. This is the Glenbeck Program. To know who you are, to know where you're going, and knowing if you can get there, it's important to know where you came from. This year, why not give the gift of 23andMe to somebody you care about? Finding out where you're from, the people who came before you, is a priceless experience. One that you could share with the whole family. I did it with my family, and it was really a cool experience for all of us. And it's not just an ancestry service. It's ancestry and health. You'll get more than 150 uh, personalized genetic reports, including insights into your health. And now, with more than 1,500 geographic regions, 23andMe is the most comprehensive ancestry breakdown on the market. So, you don't also pay more for trait reports. They have the traits. 30 different trait reports are included. And the new easy-to-use automatic family tree builder uses your DNA to start building your family tree. So, you can spend, you know, the holidays just sharing the results with friends and family. If you're looking for a great Christmas gift that will help bring the family together... Get the Health and Ancestry Kit. It's only 70 bucks right now through December 25th at 23andMe.com slash Beck. 23andMe.com slash Beck. If you don't have us, who's going to c- cover the fart-killing mosquito guy right. or whatever? Uh, GV20 off is the promo code. Get 20 bucks off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. I want to tell you something they're doing in Dallas that I think is really, really cool. Operation Care is having a birthday party celebration for Jesus. Uh, you can find the information at opcare.org. Uh, Susie Jennings is on with us. Uh, Susie was with Baylor uh, University Medical Center in uh, Dallas, and then she she resigned that. She left there, and she she started Operation Care, uh, and... Um, and said God's leading her life, and, and this is one of the things they're doing, and I just, I love this story. Hello, Susie. Good morning, Glenn. How are you? I am blessed, thank you. Yeah, great. Um, all right, so you in Dallas, you're known as the blanket lady. Um, yes, sir. And, and that's why. <laughs> because I started the ministry giving away blankets after my husband of nine years, uh, disappeared from our home. He was in the military, committed suicide from a mental illness. Hmm. Uh, he developed a um, chemical imbalance called serotonin deficiency and then uh, left, disappeared 30 days and was missing. We found his body in Atoka, Oklahoma. And when we found him, he had been dead for 30 days. Oh my we gosh. found him in a ravine in the hills of Atoka. 
and he was hiding there, and the farmer found his car. And the farmer only would go there once a month, and that's how his car was found. But he was missing March 9. We discovered him April 8, 1993. I'm sorry to hear that, uh, Susie. But that changed your life. You started getting involved with the homeless uh, here in Dallas and started giving away blankets. And now you're doing a birthday party for Jesus, which I... I've always I've always asked my kids and everybody thinks I'm I'm making this up. I think every Christmas dinner you should sing happy birthday and you should have candles on the cake. Now maybe not, you know, 2020, but uh you know, you should have candles on the cake because it's Jesus' birthday. Yes, sir. Yeah, and so that, that's uh, really what happened after my husband committed suicide. Uh, the Lord's put in my heart to help the homeless under the bridge living in downtown Dallas. And in the beginning, I really said, no, I'm not going to do that. They are crazy. They just like free stuff. And I could not stand homeless people. And the thing was, I asked God, what could I do for him after my husband died because I choose joy? So I asked God, what can I do for you? So I tell you, Glenn, do not ask God, what can you do for him if you are not prepared? Yeah, he'll it's tell you. you out, yeah, he's going to take you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So that's what it all started about was just a blanket in the street. So they called me blanket lady for eight years. That was what I did as a supervisor in Baylor Hospital. At the same time, I was helping the homeless. And then God gave me a big vision of holding this massive birthday party for Jesus where the guests are the homeless and the poor of Dallas Fort Worth. So that's we started that in 2004. So now we are 16 years old, Dallas Convention Center, the nation's largest event for the homeless and the poor with 10,000 to 21,000 people. We have 3,700 volunteers that come in one day to serve the poor and the homeless. And the heart of the ministry is prayer and evangelism we tell them about god we don't force nothing we just ask them how can we pray for you because it gives them hope and then after that we wash their feet so we wash thousands of feet and put on socks and shoes and we gave away blankets sleeping bags haircuts makeover flu shots eyeglasses dentists free lawyers uh, job counseling housing availability we partner with the community and the children alone have a massive area they have zip lines they have rock wall climbing, pony rides, petting zoo, face painting, balloon artists. And now the vision has grown. Dallas <laughs> is leading America. We're going to hold this party in 50 states next year. This year, next, this Saturday, 12 states representatives from different states are flying to Dallas. New York, I mean, New, uh, we have massive, we have Chicago, we have New York, we have Utah, we have... Maryland, Florida, and we have Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Kansas, Georgia, That's Nebraska. Great. I mean, they're flying here to see how Dallas helped the poor and the homeless, and they will copy it in all the states next year, one day, 2020, where in the whole America will celebrate Jesus in the same day. How great is that? Now, Susie, let me ask you, you listed off an awful lot of stuff that's happening, and I did not hear the magic words, cake or cake-like <laughs> substance. Well, we have 5,000 cupcakes. Okay, all right, uh, okay. Yeah, so we all have right. a birthday party. We have a birthday uh, party uh, uh, after, uh, at 12 noon. We have a, a girl. She is now Miss Cinderella. She's going to sing Happy Birthday, Jesus. And then we celebrate with 5,000 cupcakes. We're expecting 12,000 people, Glenn. 6,000 are DISD children, and 6,000 adults are coming, wow. and 3,000 of these children are homeless. Sounds they like don't you, have any homes. Sounds like you need more cupcakes. 
how can how can people help? Well, they, we right now we are desperately needing uh, coats, shoes, and toys for children, and adult uh, coats for adult uh, large to 3x for men. Those are the biggest, largest need for operation care. But they could really give us the funds wherein we could order in bulk because a coat, if we order it, it's only $11. If you buy it, it's like 20 to $30. Okay. So if they give us money, go to our website, opcare.org, O-P-C-A-R-E.org, and then they could donate. Or if they want to sponsor a child, it's $30 that go to a toy, a coat, and a, sh- a pair of shoes for a child. And we have 3,000 children that don't have anything right now because we could not afford it. I'm just a little widow trying to help 12,000 people. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, and we are, in, and I quit my job, if you're aware of it. I, I left, yeah, I did leave my job. Yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you sound like just a little widow. <laughs> to be reckoned with <laughs> like well, a little widow of a tornado um Susie, thank you so much and uh and bless you for all you're doing and and uh i i wish we could be there if i wasn't out of town we would be there um but uh good luck and congratulations so that's Susie oh, jennings you. if you if you'd like to help it's op care op care.org and as she said uh, next year it's going to be spreading into all uh, 50 states there's a couple of other things uh, christmas that um you might be interested in uh if you're looking for something to give to the, let me give you a couple of ideas uh one the nazarene fund there is nothing better than freedom for christmas because that's really what the christ child is all about uh, freedom from our past freedom from our mistakes but this is actual freedom the nazarene fund uh or our.org you can go to the nazarenefund.org and donate for i think it's now 25 dollars something like that you can free a person and get them to safety nazarenefund.org the nazarenefund.org or you can go to uh our.org and that specifically goes for sex trafficking and children all around the world um, also, Mer- it's actually to fight that. We want to make sure that that's clear. Yeah, it's to fight thank sex you. trafficking for children around the world. Just to be to put a thank you fine point on that. Thank I you. I think it's an important distinction. Also, if there is if there is any room for you to help an individual out, uh, you might know individuals that need help. But if you don't, there is somebody who is uh, has been a guest on our program before, and he has paid a very high price uh, for his his changing his viewpoint he was a university professor at nyu for years he lost his job there he is taking odd jobs he's doing anything he can uh but i have a feeling he's uh, about to lose uh literally everything um and uh, there is a gofundme page and you can just look for support freedom fighter fighter Michael Rechtenwald, R-E-C-T-E-N, Wald, W-A-L-D, Rechtenwald, um, and, uh, and donate. I think he, I think somebody, somebody started this page and it's, I think they, like $15,000 would change his world. Uh, I would strongly urge you to, to help if you have the money to help him. Here's a guy who has been literally left in the cold and is friendless and, uh, and I don't want him to be homeless as well Hmm. um and he's written some great books recently trying to make make some money but um you know you could also just buy his book the google uh, archipelago 
which is all about the truth about Google. Um, quickly, a clarification, because we did mention that the money goes to fight trafficking, not to support it. Yeah. Um, we should also give the correct website, which is OURrescue.org. Thanks, I mean, well, the other one might me. go to supporting it. Goes, I don't know. It goes to me. Hmm? goes to me. Oh, the, oh, the, yeah, oh, I had the other whole, website. I had this whole thing. Oh, you had a whole mapped scam out. mapped out, and I, I screwed it up. I'm sorry. Screwed it up. Oh, you are rescue.org. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> a couple of other ideas on uh, on Christmas. If you are looking for something of educational value for your children, if you're looking for books, I want to tell you about a website called well welleducatedheart.com. Go ahead, look it up. See if it's. See if the money is going to, like, to traffic, traffic children. Well-educated. Well dot com. Oh, okay. This was started by a, a woman named Marlene Peterson. Hmm. Um, and years ago, I got a collection of these books. And I honestly cannot tell you why I didn't talk about them on the air. Um, but I didn't. And I recently found out she thought that that was a miracle. She thought... Trying to get me to talk about it would be a miracle, but then I didn't, and she said, "Now that was the miracle because it would have it would have made things worse." Uh, because at the time, these books were worth a lot of money, and now she's found a way to get them in people's hands uh, for really, really low prices. And what they are are these are the stories of America. And it, if you go to welleducatedheart.home, look for the Freedom Series or the Libraries of Hope. And what she's done is she's taken all of the old books and the old stories, and she's put them all together in a series. And it's the Freedom Series under uh, Libraries of Hope. And I can't recommend them any higher. These are the these are the stories and the ones that you can trust and educate your children uh, with. Do I have time to tell you my Christmas miracle from the other day? Yeah. So I'm driving home. On my way home from uh, from being out, it's late, you know, 8, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Not late, late, but yeah, dark. Yeah. And so I pull out. I'm about half a mile away. I know I need to get some gas. Half a mile away from the gas station. Pull out, start accelerating. It's up a hill. 7-Eleven's on my, on my right-hand side, about a half mile up. Get about halfway up the hill, quarter mile away now, the car starts sputtering. And I realize I'm running out of gas. So... I try to accelerate a couple times. It doesn't do anything. So now I'm at the point like, can I glide to this gas station? Because it's uphill. It's dark. It's somewhat cold. It's cold for Texas. I don't want to deal with this in the middle of the night. So I throw it into to neutral. And I'm gliding up and I'm getting slow, slow, you know, closer and closer. But I'm going really slow at this point. And I'm uphill. And I'm like, I think I'm going to make it into the entrance of this gas station. So I'm picturing, you know, you're mentally repping yourself. Like, I'm going to pull in. I'm going to glide up over and pull right into where you can put, you know, you can put gas in the car at the pump. And I, as I pull in, I get to the entrance, and there's someone parked in the side where my gas tank would be. Mm. So I have to somehow figure out how to turn around. So I Still gliding. I'm still gliding. So I have no, no gas at all. I'm, I'm inching up, and I'm trying to attempt a three-point turn with, with just momentum. Like, I'm just going up. And it's a little bit of a hill, and so I'm kind of backing up and turning the wheel at the same time. And it's going—I mean, I'm going like one half of a mile an hour now. But I'm in the—I'm in the parking lot, and I turn the wheel as hard as I can, on, and it's coming down the hill. And I can only get it so it's like a 45-degree angle to the pump. I can't actually pull up to the side of it. It's just about a 45-degree angle to the pump. 
And as I'm trying to like just inch a little bit more, I press the gas one more time in literally nothing. It wasn't even sputtering anymore. Wow. I had legitimately run out of gas. And I pulled up and I pulled it, I put it in park, and I pulled the hose down, fully extended, just gets in to the actual uh, car, into the gas pump. This is one second earlier, if I had run out of gas, I would not have made it. And here it is, a miracle. Did you, did you see, I don't believe this at all. You didn't believe the totally fart happened. guy. No, this totally you did, No, it, you saw this on the Hallmark. You saw this on the Hallmark <laughs> Channel. It is on You're that just, level. <laughs> it's that good of a story. <laughs> and that is why, that's why Stu knows mm. God lives. <laughs> By the way, when you're uh, uh, sending all your money to all your various organizations, mm-hmm. uh, like that Glenn was supporting, that do all these great things, first of all, I need gas money, obviously. I just told you that story. But second of all, uh, blazetv.com. Uh, use the promo code GB20OFF. Uh, it's a great uh, present on the holidays uh, for yourself or somebody else. So support good conservative uh, fact-finding and entertainment. You buy Christmas gifts for yourself, Stu? Yes, I do. The kind of greedy guy you are? Yes, I do. That's also on the Hallmark. That's, you've got a crappy I'm Hallmark I'm the bad business guy in every Christmas movie. All right, new survey out, 2020 New Year's resolution. The top two results are shockingly reducing debt and spending less. I love that. I love that. We're all going to be fat, but we'll be rich. (laughs) Uh, Now, a lot of little ways you can accomplish getting out of debt and spending less money. But one big way, and I recommend this if you're fiscally responsible, is to finance your home mortgage. If that is the case, call American Financing. If you have high interest credit card debt, consolidate all of that debt. Call American Financing. In 10 minutes, their team of salary-based mortgage consultants will discuss mortgage refi options that can get you out of your high-interest debt faster and add more money to your budget. can be up to $1,000 a month. It'll take you 10 minutes to find out if this will work for you. You can thank me later. Just get on the phone now with American Financing. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, program. All right, coming up today at uh, 5 p.m. on Blaze TV, we are going through um, the the lies that the media has told, the lies that the left has told, uh, and uh, and really kind of go over, I think, some critical items that maybe uh, those who are for impeachment should pay attention to, uh, and maybe those who are... Uh, currently saying that the president uh, has to go and there's everything else is a conspiracy theory that perhaps they should watch maybe that's you or a friend of yours tell them to turn on blaze tv tonight 5 p.m for the show subscribe today and you'll save 20 dollars with a promo code gb20 off it's great christmas gift for anybody that you know blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code gb20 off Glenn Beck Program.